it's Cindy's choice to be brave and make a difference, Cindy, here. And thank you. Thank you so much for being here with me today as I jump back into this destitute to destiny story where I'm actually at the place where I'm, I'm facing it. I'm facing homelessness on the streets alone instead of getting rescued. And I'm telling you, it, it, it's so tough. And I'd shared before, you know, I kind of tried to face it before. I, I shared how like when I was in Dallas and I, I went and sat in the shelter for a couple hours and watched some one of the residents get arrested. And I, I just was like, oh my goodness, I, how do you do that? How do you go homeless? And, you know, how do you not like make, uh, it, again, it's like you're, you're choosing bet between two just crazy impossible situations. So no wonder, you know, you keep taking refuge with people that seem to have good intentions. You, you want to believe so much that you really do love them and it really is meant to be. And it's so confusing. And only, of course, in hindsight is, is all of this revealed. But I, I just have to remind you, you know, no judgment here. I got, there's... I'm, I became this person that I would have so judged before, you know, this person that, you know, was dealing with domestic violence that was, you know, I would have looked at women like that before, even if they had children, like, I can't believe she allows that to happen. I can't believe she stays there. I can't believe she tolerates that. Now I understand. I fully understand the, the kinds of, of what, what would you call it? Like the bondage. I, I understand the bondage, how trapped you get and how intentionally like women in that situation. And, and I'm not leaving you men out. I know there's some crazy situations there as well that, but I understand how you're groomed and the fear uh, to, to be, you know, you're, you're stripped of your confidence and you're, you don't have access to money and so many things are going on. It's just not that easy. And so here I am facing homelessness, like I said, and kind of had a weak moment, thought I was going to have to get rescued. But uh, I, I kind of what I recognize, you know, I told you this all kind of started as I got here, I didn't mean to stay here. I was going to kind of hit South Alabama, South Georgia and head back to Houston and get Cindy's choice going there. But, you know, I kind of recognize this distance of I felt so strongly, I, I needed to be here that, you know, Cindy's choice needed to happen here. How in the world was that going to happen? Well, I recognize now it gave me distance between my rescuers. Like I said, all my exes are in Texas. So that one time when I did have that moment of weakness and I'm like, all right, I'm going to need some help. Sure. I'll send you some money. Come on back here. You know, I'll help you get on your feet, blah, blah, blah. Well, if I'd been in closer proximity, that probably would have happened. What else was I going to do? I was sleeping in my truck on the streets, I was starving, I was in danger. So what, but that distance gave me some time, gave me some time. And I realized that that danger would, you know, would actually have been worse because it, I would have kept repeating that cycle of defeat that was robbing me of my destiny. And as I share more too, I just realized, you know, I, I think, I just don't think I'd have survived it because I, I am a fighter. It's like I said, in that second marriage, that was so dangerous and he was threatening me and we'll dig into that more. I mean, 
I just, I resisted. I, I, I fought. And that's very dangerous. You, you know, these, these controllers, uh, you're dealing with somebody that's, you know, six, five, close to 300 pounds, probably you don't, you don't fight them, especially when they're determined to control you and they've already threatened to kill you. <laughs> you don't do that. But I just, you know, it, it was just in me. And I, you know what? It was, it was geared in me because what did I do when I was a child that the predators could take advantage of me for a while? You know, I was abused. I was molested and so forth like that. But at some point I cut and run, you know, I would cut and run and that's, you know, you can only cut and run for so long and you don't have any place to run to. And what happens, you just keep getting in more danger and getting in worse situations so it seems like that's what happened with what I was facing, being alone and homeless on the streets of Chattanooga. But no, this is what I needed to face. And of course, all that's more clear in hindsight. And I faced it. And it was a, a good long while. It was the longest, the absolute longest three months of my life out there on the streets. I'm telling you, it seemed like an eternity. I just feel like I lived a lifetime out there. And we'll dig in more at some point of some of the things I experienced and and dealt with, but it, it was, um, it was very dangerous, very uncomfortable. And I was able to navigate my own way. There were, there wasn't any services to help me. I, it's not like I was a, you know, a single mom where I would need to go to a family center or I, you know, I wasn't, uh, I didn't have chemical addiction. So it's not like I would be put in a rehab or, or that's, you know, you pull people off or, and I couldn't just get a job. Yeah, I didn't have transportation. So there wasn't some kind of program, you know, to kind of help me get back on my feet. And I remember there was one, at the, there was some talk about they wanted to try to find me a spot in a shelter. And I immediately felt really, I'm like, I don't want to take a shelter spot. At least I do have my truck. You know, maybe it's, it's not the safest place to be sleeping at night, but at least I have that. And then I also thought I would never take a bed from someone who was struggling more than me or like someone that had children or something like that. But plus I, you don't want to sleep in close proximity <laughs> with most of those folks. It's like I experienced, you know, in, in, I felt safer like in my truck than sleeping in close quarters with people that were just, you know, likely going to steal what I had. I heard the stories from the folks that were in the shelters. It's just, it's a tough situation. So um, I did find a, uh, there was a ministry that um, they had church for the homeless at, at one church on a Sunday evening and one on a Thursday evening. And I started going there and kind of getting some encouragement. And they, you know, of course, they'd have a, a meal and so forth like that. And I was able to connect with the ministry and uh, yeah, I was able to like get invited to someone's couch for a week. And then I was going back on the street and then it, then I ended up getting invited into another couch surfing situation and and then another one after that and so I was you know completely homeless destitute on the streets and then I went into the like this transitional homeless time because you know people don't realize that there's a lot more homeless than we realize there's a lot of people out there gypsy style living that just because they're not sleeping on the streets doesn't mean that they're not homeless and so I was homeless another year and a half after that. But thankfully, and that uh, for, and we'll, we'll dig more into this, but I, I just kind of want to get to this point of starting Sydney's Choice. We'll dig more into this as it goes on because, you know, I'm so thankful for 
practical strangers, absolute strangers that took me in. And, um, you know, and, and there was like in the, the first one I was able, you know, I had some storage in Texas. Cause like I said, I just packed my truck up, went in the road and I was going to go back to Texas. And, uh, the, by the early September, I'd had a place to stay. Well, by October, um, we had managed like a 24 hour trip to round trip to Texas, all I had room for and time for was to get work clothes because I had no work clothing or anything. And I was able to get work clothes and get back. So in, by October, I'm I'm out there going to work. And like I said, I couldn't just go get a job. I'd already known. I'd already felt really horrible about taking a really good offer. I'm very marketable. You know, it wouldn't be any problem for me to get a job, but keeping it would be different because of my health. And it wasn't, you know, I, I, it wasn't just that I knew if I would get sick, but I just couldn't do that to a business. I couldn't sell them on the fact that I could do a job when I knew my health was going to interfere with me being able to do that, no matter how desperate I was. I'd, I already felt bad for doing that when I took the job in Houston with um, HD Supply. So I, what I did was I got out there and started networking. You know, I, I had my own businesses. I'd, I'd been in sales and marketing, and the, the I knew to get out there and like get online and find networking type opportunities. And I knew to, I knew to go on Craigslist and I went on Craigslist and I would look for opportunities where someone was looking for a marketing or salesperson looking for like a commission paid person. And I was able to find like a, a home builder that was looking for like someone that would work for commission. And I met with them and shared with them that I wanted to work for other people as well. And, but that, you know, I just wanted to make a small salary from them and they wouldn't have to pay me commission because I'd go work for others as well. And they loved the idea and they were actually wonderful, wonderful people that I'll, I'll talk about again sometime. And they, I, I shared my vision for Cindy's Choice and they loved it and they encouraged me and even helped me change the name to Cindy's Choice. Before that, I was calling it Victory Vocations. Yeah. Winning businesses. Get it? Well, nobody was getting it. They kind of wrinkled their brow at me like, what? And they're like, you need to be more like a, you know, because they were like, you're kind of like an Angie's List, but way better. And oh, don't take, y'all don't tell Angie I said that. (laughs) But meaning that there was just, it was different. Let's say way different. And that it's not just a list. You know, any, anyone can be on a list. Anyone can advertise. Anyone can be on social media. We know that. But not everyone can be a choice. Not just anyone can be a choice. And that's kind of the concept that I was building. And they were like, they helped me come up with Cindy's Choice, which I was real uncomfortable with because I'm like, I don't want to make it about me. But it did make sense. And then after that, when I started sharing this idea of what I wanted to do, and I'd say Cindy's Choice, people got it then. They're like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. So I'm out there. um, I, you know, I get out there and I'm networking. And um, long story long, I get them really busy within uh, six months time. And I kind of shared with them, like, you know, if all I'm doing is going out and finding business, at some point, you've either got to grow or I've got to bring on another business, because it, we don't want to be turning away work. Well, that's kind of what happened. They thought they would be able to add some project managers that wasn't working out. And all of a sudden, I was getting business for them that they couldn't manage because they were already too busy from the previous business. So um, that kind of fizzled out but meanwhile I've gotten another contract uh, with another client and I was just kind of finding contract work but the whole time I was out there sharing this vision and the stream that I had 
for Cindy's Choice and where we collaborate and support small businesses and serve the community and just create this collaboration because we can do so much more together. And it's a healthy network of support. So I'm out there just sharing this vision like crazy. And I'm out there demonstrating who I am. I'm serving in the community. I'm, uh, you know, I became a chamber member. I became an ambassador for the chamber. I'm volunteering and demonstrating who I was and earning the trust and respect in the community. And I'm thinking right now, because I'm like, how long did it take? I was out there a while. It was like a a year and a half of couch surfing. And another wonderful couple took me in for a while. And I kind of, these contracts were hit or miss. Like there was a contract that I got in North Georgia because they wanted to move it. They wanted me to help them move into the Chattanooga market, but then they decided they were going to go South instead. So that kind of fizzled out because they didn't need me going South. They needed me in Chattanooga. And so at some point I'm staying with this couple and I don't have any clients, but lo and behold, um, I got my very, very first client that believed in the vision for Cindy's Choice and got it, a a visionary himself, and was like, I want to start with Cindy's Choice. And so it was a kind of a scary window. It was a few months there. You know, it was so uncomfortable. And staying with wonderful people that were so kind. But, you know, that's just so tricky because if you're staying with people, you know, you're not paying rent, but you're trying to earn money so you can move on. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the clients are hit and miss. That's what happened, like, with the first people I was staying with. It's like... you're still trying to get something consistent going and you just can't stay too long. And um, I didn't have any clients. And then all of a sudden I've got this person that's, um, I want to be a Cindy's choice. I get to start Cindy's choice, but that's still a few months out. So kind of, I didn't have much left to sell. I was down to nothing, but I I ended up having to sell my bike and um, I sold my gun. (laughs) I sold my nine millimeter. and to you know have some survival money as I waited for that contract to start at the first of the year and by the first of the year of 2017 is that right (laughs) I might be like correcting that later get my numbers confused I was was it 2017 yeah 2017 I was um starting Cindy's Choice and I was able to transition, you know, into transitional housing, start paying rent on, you know, with this one client coming on board and signing a, an extensive contract. And I was, you know, able to start getting out there and um, starting Cindy's Choice. But, you know, I only had that one client for over a year because <laughs> it's like it's when you're starting something new, like I'd started a construction business and I'd started a clothing business several times and an advertising business. And those are kind of generic kind of things that everybody needs. And you just so I could get those going real quick. But this was different. Cindy's Choice was very, very different. And I was still trying to figure out how to package it and help people understand and it was so amazing because you know, here, here I am just barely not homeless. And just a few months in this small radio station there, they invite me in. They, they wanted the owner himself wanted me to come in. He didn't like have a radio show. He owned the station because I want to tell, I want to hear your story. I'm going to go into the studio. I want to interview you. So he invited me in and we did an hour segment in the middle of the day and I kind of shared my story. And so one of the other radio hosts there, he's like, come on my show tomorrow. I, I want to interview you. So I went on his story on his show the next day and we had a quick interview. And after that, they sat down with me and they're like, we want you to host radio shows. And I'm first thing out of my mouth, honest to goodness, 
I am not a radio show host. <laughs> and they're like, Cindy, they said, you're inquisitive, you're authentic, and you care. And that is way better than perfection. I'm like, oh my, I'm in. And then it's kind of funny too, because they're like, and aren't you kind of like a marketing business? I mean, you know, this is a great opportunity. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I am authentic. I'm like, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not a radio show host. That's not for me. But, you know, I immediately, I was given a platform. And again, you know, I've been out there, like I said, creating, cultivating relationships, demonstrating who I am. And they, you know, they recognized this vision and they said, this is a good idea. You really care. Here's a show. And so immediately what I did, I didn't get on there and start promoting me or propaganda or anything. I got on there and started figuring out how to best serve the community through this platform. And they actually gave me like a lot of shows, but I, I just took, like, I did two shows because I'm, I have this tremendous passion for the outdoors and Chattanooga, Tennessee is very outdoor centric. So I did a kind of an outside with Cindy show and then I did the Cindy's Choice show. But it was all about community and, you know, who could I support and spotlighting nonprofits and so forth like that. So that was just kind of amplifying my brand and demonstrating who I was so much more. And so much happened this year that just planted these in that year, just planted these like you know, major seeds of confirming that this was going to happen. And this was the place for it to happen. And y'all, you know, it, it didn't make sense, you know, me like staying here and running out of money. And, you know, it just but as I share this, it like it so makes sense now, why this needed to happen here, and why I needed to go through what I needed to go through, I needed a clean start. I needed a clean start where I would not get rescued. And, and I'll share this more too. Like I said, there's going to be a whole separate where I, I want to just be able to like get hyper spiritual and, and talk all about my journey with Jesus. But oh my goodness, I'm all by myself. And it's only of recent that I'll be sharing more about that during this convergence that, you know, I've got my amazing creative director that's coming on board with me. So like, we just grew like, you know, 100%, 50%, however you would say that, uh, I think that's 100%. We did, we just doubled in size. And it, it's like, it's amazing what's happening now. And that, um, you know, I just had that one client for that one year, then radio comes my way. And it's no time that that kind of fades away. I'll share more about that later. And um, that was really, really difficult. I did not want to let go of that. Yet I let go of it. And guess what? The major radio station in town comes calling. And all of a sudden, I've got a radio show on their station. All of a sudden, I've got another one. And all of a sudden, I've got another one. Well, guess what? More and more sponsors are coming on board to be a part of this platform. And at the end of 2019, and there's a whole lot more to share here because there were some major challenges. I'm just like on fire. I've like gaining a new client a month and the Cindy's Choice movement is happening. And then of course, early 2020, y'all know what happened. <laughs> we get the rug pulled out from under us because of COVID. But I got to tell you really quick, it's been so amazing and I can't wait to dig in and share more because, you know, the Cindy's Choice concept is proven. People, it, it, it like, it, it's so amazing when we can work together and it's supporting these small businesses when they need it at a time, you know, more than ever. The statistics for small businesses have been tough always, but now with COVID, it's just super challenging. And then to be able to serve the community more and more as we, you know, gain more businesses. But when that happened, I, you know, 
here I was finally, you guys, finally, I'm Cindy's choice is taking off. You know, I'm going to be able to help these businesses. I'm going to be able to serve the community and then COVID. But I got to tell you what a tremendous blessing it was because I might get emotional. I appreciated these businesses so much. These businesses that invested in me, that believed in the Cindy's Choice concept, I appreciated them. And I was so thankful to have a platform and keep helping them through this uncertain season that we were dealing with. And it's so incredible how when we embrace these challenges and when we know we're, you know, we're where we're supposed to be and we're doing what we're supposed to do, how, and you're just looking for like, oh, where's this taking me? When you have the right perspective, where this year has taken Cindy's Choice is amazing. And it, it's it's incredible. And I look so forward to sharing more about that. And, and you know, you're a part of the convergence now. You're right here with us as all this is coming together. And it's, 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 it's amazing. It's amazing what's happening. But I'm going to wrap it up there for this segment. And, you know, tune in again. Uh, this kind of... Um, you know, this kind of wraps up like the highlights of my story. So now when I'm talking in the future and I reference my story, I can go, you know, go back and listen in the beginning, listen to the you know, first 18 or so segments. And that kind of highlights my story. Now we can kind of dig in deeper and, you know, really dig into like, how am I doing this? Because, you know, how do you, that, that goes deeper than grassroots. When you start a business from homelessness, you know, it's not just no capital and no contacts. You know, it, it's like when you bootstrap something from that level, you know, bootstrapping is just starting with strictly the resources that you have. And I didn't have anything. I didn't have anything. I didn't have anything but a dream and my integrity and my faith. And it's just incredible what's coming together because of that. So tune in again for more of this destitute to destiny story. And you know, you know how I'm going to leave you. I'm going to leave you with love. I'm going to leave you with love because I love you. And I just thank you so much for being a part of this. And I want to encourage you to go lead with love. Go seek first, seek first to understand. There's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of hate out there. Seek first to understand. And you go make good choices.